0: Yo, what's up? This is the Big Planet Comics Podcast, episode 174. Yeah, we're yeah, still yeah. back. We're back. Back again. <laughs> Finally. Guess who's back. Uh, I'm Big Nick. Big Planet. I'm Kelly. I'm Jared. And we're here to talk about comics, and that's it. No, Mostly No, we'll comics. talk about other stuff. <laughs> it's, some, <laughs> it's some random, it's a lot tangential of <laughs> stuff. <laughs> a little <laughs> oh. bit of Wheezy. A little bit of Jeezy. A little bit of, yeah, easy. A little bit of RZA. No, all, the, all the easies, <laughs> easy oh. Wheezy. And what's the other one? There's another one. Anyway. Uh Yeah, so uh, it's been a while since a we've done this. A we've all two. been busy with other things. Events have taken place. Yeah. Events have taken place. Uh Yeah, it's been a crazy week. Um, What do you guys do during this time period?
1: Uh, I played Uncharted 4. Oh, man. And I need to play it. I replayed Uncharted 1 through 3. Oh, and man. then I replayed Uncharted 4. Whoa. <laughs> I actually did all of that Ridiculous. in the space of a week. That's intense. Did you get all the treasures? <laughs> no (laughs) did you leave the house I just couldn't actually I did (laughs) I did well the first day I played Uncharted 4 I made myself sick and I had to stop (laughs) because I'd been doing it for too long Um, it's been a while since I sat down and played a video game and the second day I actually went and left the house and saw a movie so I I saw Sing Street
0: well, I don't even know what nope. that is. Uh, oh, yeah.
1: do, you, do you remember the movie Once, the like about the busker in Ireland? Nope. It won the, the it won best song at the Oscars. Uh, it, was nope. it was a big thing and I was working uh, at Borders. Anyways, the guy who made it <laughs> made this, and it's about uh, like a group of kids in the '80s who form a band just so that they can make a music video and cast this girl that one of them likes. In uh, it. that sounds great. That sounds um, amazing. The, the music really is all original and it's really really good, yeah. and it's just a really sweet. Uh, movie what's it called again it's called um sing street sing street um yeah no it was it was good
0: similar similar to you i've been playing a lot of video games yeah. i haven't played uncharted 4 i played all the other ones
1: um, and, turn four is and they're great. Incredible. And I'll,
0: I'll get to it eventually. I like to do my one video game at a time thing. So that's what I am do. still doing Metal Gear, which is, it seems to be the longest game in human history. <laughs> yeah, <somehow>. I've been <laughs> playing it for like months and I'm like 20% in. Oh my goodness, really? It's like you've completed 20% of this game. Like, how long is this game?
2: Speaking of, did you guys see the E3 coverage of all the new games coming yeah. um, There's some
1: crazy good stuff. Yeah. Mass Effect Andromeda. That's what I was looking
2: at. I was like, that's a lot of zero G uh, combat that will make me ill today. Yeah, right? New God of War? That looks crazy too. Yeah, with Vikings. No. Did you see Sorry. the uh, the zombie one, where the guys just like post-apocalyptic and the hordes of zombies were coming after him? That sounds like a lot
0: of games. No, that was amazing. Was yeah. it Dead Space? <sighs> Might have Not been Dead Space. There's a new Resident Dead Evil Rising. Yeah, it's a VR it's Dead Resident, Rising. Resident Evil. Oh Which yeah, there's a VR Batman much. game too. <laughs> yeah. I've been playing a lot
2: of Rocket League. Basically, it was the the metal uh, the Metal Gear guy, the guy who had that creepy? Noah oh yeah, with, with the uh, Norman Reedus. Yeah.
1: Oh, Kojima. Yeah. Yeah. It's so looks weird. Yeah.
0: amazing. And I have no idea what going on. I'm about. excited. No. Uh, yeah. It's his first like non Konami game, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It's pretty great. That um, We
1: Happy Few game looks oh, yeah. nuts and great. Have you
0: guys played Rocket League? Mm-mm. No. Oh, my God. It's really addictive. Yeah, it's like basically uh, soccer, but with like cars with rockets on them. It's old. <laughs> You're in a big soccer field, and you get a giant ball into a net.
1: It's great. It's it awesome. sounds like a Nick game. Yep. Like oh, if great. I had to invent a game uh, <laughs> that you would love. actually, it's, actually, it's
0: more of a Kevin game. Kevin's yeah. the one that's like been playing it for oh, like sure. a year or something. Oh my god! Um, but I just got into it. But it's fun. What else have you been up to, Jared?
2: Uh, we had uh, Mari Naomi came for her signing for. Tour, uh, turning Japanese book tour. Yep. It was uh, a great which time. was really cool. Uh um, had a good turnout. Yeah. It was, fun. It was cool. A lot of uh, people came. She gave a really cool talk. And yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> yeah. Her stories are really, really good. So yeah. pick that up if you haven't got it. We've got signed copies at the store, but she's doing her tour still for like two or three months. Yeah. Follow crazy. her around. Where's she she's, going now? I, I she's up she's in the upper Midwest, like Milwaukee and Chicago. I and mean, just I, I know, right? And Chicago's fine. Cleveland. I guess. She's moving around. I don't
0: know. So yeah, well, that it's a area. tour, right? So <laughs> you got to yeah, go to all the places. Everywhere. That was it. That was cool. It's cool. Yeah, she was really nice and really friendly. Yeah. Maybe we'll have her back next time. Hopefully. There's another we're, book. We're doing her book in the fall. Oh, yeah, that's right. For SPX well, she's come for that. Well, oh, she'll be here for SPX. Yep, we'll yep. see her then. We'll get her. Um, yeah. So, we've been up to, uh, let's see if there's any news out there. Not much. This just in. What? The Marvel comic by Bendis Scarlet is being made into a TV series at Cinemax. Isn't Cinemax is also doing Outcast. not
1: been over yet, right? No. It's barely
0: Who started. Who knows when it's going to be over? It did like
2: seven issues or something. No, dude. it started coming
0: well, out regularly, like lately. Yeah, yeah. the 10th like, issue came just came out this week. Yeah, that's if been... So. I guess, I guess eight, nine, and ten came out like monthly, but, but it's kind of no, oh, they came uh, out or, like
1: bi monthly. Like, it came out crazy fast after months of, yeah yeah, nothing.
0: yeah, yeah, it was real fast. Um, isn't
2: that the one about like a girl who kind
0: of, yeah, she like starts a revolution and, yeah, you know, fighting the man stuff. Yeah. It looks, it's, huh. I mean, the story's great, so it's Believe, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. Malieve, I yeah. need to reread it because, like, I stopped after it, you know, took a break for like whatever, two years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too. So I need to go back and reread it, but it's exciting. Um, Cinemax is. Getting in the game. They're yeah. trying to like... Because, you know, I mean, what Cinemax shows are there? No idea. Anybody know any? Outcasts. I mean, I know they're doing <laughs> Outcasts now, which is like, <laughs> I didn't
2: honestly know they still put stuff out, so... Yeah, I do not know it was still a channel. Certainly
0: not. Um, Maybe they just didn't do original programming. I think they do. Stuff. I think there's some other ones, but I, don't, do you know I mean? just don't know them. Yeah. But I'm excited. Yeah. I Did you guys watch the first episode of Outcasts? No. No. I haven't watched it yet either, but everybody told me it's great. You can watch oh, it really? online. Yeah, I heard like it. it was. popped up on like... Uh, like on, fi- on a Facebook, right? like on the feed, is like a it was just an just ad. Watch this, and it was the ad was the entire episode. Wow, Maybe I'll weird. check it out. I was like, Yeah, I need to watch it. Um, oh, I've been watching Preacher. Oh, That's I only something. watched the first one. Have you guys watched
2: that? I haven't yet. Oh, Has it guys. gotten great? Uh, like, I like the first one a lot. I'm almost positive episodes one and two were supposed to be a two hour pilot, and it got split in two uh-huh. because episode two ends on a bit much more like, like a big cliffhanger, intelligible cliffhanger, yeah. and kind of a lot more is summed up. And three just came out and it's still super confusing, but it's like, but I it think it's dope. great, but I like, love the cast. Yeah. yeah the that's casting the thing and stuff is, is I great. love the cast, but I'm, but yeah, I haven't the, sat down with it yet. There's <laughs> so much going on. Yeah. I'm really worried. They, that's they, fine. Really, but they really, I mean, people really watch Game of Thrones. To, <laughs> no, but like in Game of Thrones, you had more of an idea of what was going on. No way. Yeah, you did. <laughs> It's like sort of. There's corruption. Let's go to the Capitol. You right. do not even know that in this in the series so right. far. So hopefully episode four will yeah. start doing stuff. But it's entertaining enough. I, think, I love like it. People. I love it. I'm it. just worried yeah. people are gonna people drop will off. With it. It's it's yeah. cool
0: enough. Um, yeah. So there's not much news. That's about it. I like I wonder if is anything going to put Scarlet in like with Jessica Jones? Maybe <laughs> gonna mix them up. That'd bring her into the Marvel universe. <laughs> just randomly problem. Uh, randomly. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, well, that's all our news. Let's do some reviews, please i'm on questions oh. oh yeah oh yeah let's get questions too <laughs> yo <laughs> you ready for some questions yes. i guess we are. <laughs> uh, i apparently am not ready for some questions uh so we got some questions uh first up we got v Zvi. v's back says hi hey, hey. it's V. hi Yikes. Thanks for indulging me by responding to my many questions for a couple of months. I really appreciated the thoughtful and interesting answers, especially when you explained inkers, which was a complete mystery to me before.
1: You're welcome.
0: Uh, yeah, that's uh, a. Uh, Thank you for a asking. lot of people don't know what inkers do. That's true. It's sad. Uh, so just just two questions this time around. First one: I'm going to a small fan convention and I'm going to have uh, give a comics one on one talk. What's the w- thing I have to make sure to tell people?
2: Uh my thing would be that there's a comic for anybody. Um true true cuz a lot of people just don't get into comics cuz they think it's all superheroes or they just right. don't have a character they're interested in or they never come across some art they like. Yeah. Um it's hard to find some stuff, especially if you're very picky or you right. really like a certain style, but there I mean, is something. I just like out think of uh,
0: think of like movies or TV shows and yep. stuff that you like or books that you like yeah. and then find similar things in comics which it's pretty easy these days, I mean. Yeah. There's literally Every genre is covered in yeah. comics. Um, I we would like, we say have a like, huge like nonfiction section. You know, yeah. like, there's a lot of stuff. And
2: there's a um, lot of small publishers or self-published stuff that may be exactly what you're looking for. So keep yeah.
1: looking. I would say there's no right way to read comics. Right. Don't let anybody tell you that there's only one way to do it. Some people, you know, they go for the writing. Some people, it's more about the art. Some people, you know, they find a team that they really love and they follow right. them everywhere. You have a genre that you really love like you know find the thing that hooks you and that's that's fine if you're a superhero person then that's nothing wrong with that and if you're not then there's nothing wrong with that either so yep.
2: comics are great yeah and Read there are comics. lots of
1: them you know if you so haven't many. found the thing that you love yet it's out there
0: it's yep. out there it exists
1: yep
2: and we can help you find it so <laughs> send
0: us some questions yeah absolutely um question number two can you recommend some comics with queer protagonists Where their relationships drive the plot, but the plot is not protagonists fall in love. I'm thinking of books like *Insects*, *Angela Queen of Hell*, and *The Karen McKelvey of Young Avengers*. *Midnighter* isn't quite as relationship-driven as I want. Uh, P.S. Doesn't have to be superheroes, but fantasy, science fiction, and crime are better than slice of life.
1: This was a tough question. (laughs)
0: It's a a tough one. That's narrowing it down. Pretty pretty tough. But what we got? Um,
1: Batwoman is a really good one. The true. um, yeah. What was it? Jh Williams III, and who was the writer oh my on that? God. Um,
0: <laughs> you should know this. I don't know. Now. I can't I remember it either.
1: It was the new fifty two. Was that it, Rucka? Run. No, it was no, Rucka started yeah. it, it. Was right?
0: uh, it was it was a woman. I can't remember her name though. Oh my goodness. Um, doing terrible. Anyway. We'll
1: find it. Anyways, it's really good. It's a established relationship thing, and right. her relationship is a huge part of the book. Um, so that's a really good place to start um it's also incredibly beautiful <laughs> right. if you've never yeah. read it such, highly recommend it art. yeah i'm
0: with a good superhero one which is kind of like it's hard to say because at uh an x-factor like shatterstar and uh richter um well richter is bi and then shatterstar is like pansexual he's like dimension hopping guy but like he uh they, their relationship is like there's different different storylines where their relationship is like a huge focus of it and uh yeah but it's it's interesting and like not, I don't know, it's 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 kind of hard because it's like X-Factor is an ensemble book, so there's a lot of other stuff going on, so it's not like the main focus, right. All but that X part of it books. is always like very, like it's very well done, like it's it's very heartfelt and uh, their relationship is really sweet. I don't know, it's interesting, even though they're like, one of them is like a an assassin from like <laughs> other, another dimension and yeah. one of them makes earthquakes with his hands but uh it's good what else what else we got
1: um because i was thinking about batwoman bombshells is another one right. you, oh, yeah. you mentioned um insects and that's written by the same writer that's right. that's marguerite bennett um although that you know jumps around a whole lot but that's a big part of it yeah uh you have any suggestions jared no nope. what else we got no
2: we were just talking about them can't <laughs> uh there's Tilly Walden Oh yeah, Tilly Walden stuff.
1: Yeah, I love this part which is sad, but right. it's definitely, you know, relationship, relationship driven. Right. Um yeah. You Oh, and I love um doesn't, you know, it's a, such a big thing that it's hard to narrow it down, but um Jillian Tamaki's Super Mutant Magic Academy. Oh, yeah, right. Um one of the protagonists is uh queer and falls in love with one of the other ones. And that's right. kind of a big thing, the sort of unrequited love. and right. You know, it jumps around a lot because the cast is a huge group of students at this school, but it's one of the like, I feel like that's one of the best parts of that comic is, is their relationship and the yeah. way it's to handled.
0: Yeah, there's tons of stuff out there. I wish we had more answers. It's like hard to like think of stuff off the top of our heads. Yeah, and there's go around s- and look at stuff.
1: Yeah, there was great stuff with people falling in love. Um, Zodiac Star Force right. has a big part of that, and yeah, um,
0: I can
2: definitely see that's like always like the beginning part of a relationship is that's what right. you kind of see. So it's hard to find are the ones that were they move past That right, Did you say Ringside as well.
1: Well, Ringside, the main character is gay, and that's oh, a big right. part of it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, oh, like
2: Lumberjanes, you know, that's yeah, it's a big part of the early parts of it, so they're getting past that now of just like, let's just tell good stories with these good characters and their relationship. But, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Hopefully we'll Hopefully see Hopefully we more. answered
0: some, some of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll keep thinking. <laughs> there's more out there, but, you know. Oh, uh, light? Oh, that's
1: yeah. light is um this really good series of minis that's going to be collected into yep. a book. It's five issues
0: should be out in the yeah, fall, I think. Uh, Jesse uh, Zabarski, really great. Yeah. yeah. There's another one. Yep. Yeah, those pop into our heads. <laughs> M- yeah. Maybe they'll pop in again later. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's all the questions from Z. Thank you, Z. Thank you. Uh, we always appreciate the questions. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next, up, we have a question from Eli. Eli says, so Captain America number one and hashtag give cap b- boyfriend, uh, what are your thoughts on advocacy for in- inclusivity and diversity in comics versus dictating creator storylines? Also, this isn't actually a question, but Giant Days is still the best. Please discuss. Agreed. Um, Which one do you want to do first? <laughs> well, the other one's not a question. <laughs> <We> <laughs> um, said please discuss. Please discuss. Agree. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> we, I on. think we all agree on, on that one. Yeah. Uh, Man. Obviously, we so are. Wait, what's
1: this question. Give cap a Kappa
2: Boyfriend?
0: I missed that.
1: Oh, it was a thing on Twitter. I, don't rin- I understand, Rindy. but what's, rind- rind- what's the things? implications? A lot of people feel like Captain America, Steve Rogers, is by his relationship mm-hmm. with Bucky is is a pretty huge <sighs> driving force in his story. Um, and
0: no, but that's that would be weird though, because Bucky was like a little kid. Yeah, yeah. okay. The so early days,
1: the super thing, weird. The thing about this hashtag is like that it was also driven by mov- fans of the movies, oh, okay. which is a very different. Do the movies? Yes, they're the
2: best bromance ever. Yeah
1: um so yeah
2: if you're working for the movie one yeah that totally makes a ton of sense yeah
1: yeah and it's you know there's no good reason there's absolutely no good reason for any any of these major <laughs> characters really <laughs> to not be canonically bi like yeah. there's just there's no reason so uh it's not a thing that we see all that often <sighs> and true. a lot of people are bisexual so there's you also know, true no reason for it not to be reflected obviously we are advocating for inclusivity as readers
2: well what's his question like that like advocating for it versus like dictating it like what do you mean like was he you think he's trying to say like like if like like uh somebody's like like, we we need need more
0: like gay characters just make this character gay right um instead of right you're saying like the publisher doing that or something right yeah like the you know your editor's like oh we want you know, Captain America. Right. So, so just say, what's his
2: point? Like, is it better to have like the fans asking for it or like trying to get those sort of like,
0: no, just stuff? like, just like having more characters in general, like just, you know, doing it on your own <laughs> instead of like having somebody doing it. Cause somebody tells you to,
1: Right. I guess. I honestly, at this point, it's still such an, a thing that we don't see a lot of that right. it's its like people who say you like forced diversity i don't care like yeah. it's still diversity right. and we see so little of it yeah, that we if, still need more if, for sure you know if if you're meeting a network quota or whatever like that's okay i would say like, right, I w- <laughs> i'd say right
0: now though there's like so much it's great like there's like there, an insane amount of better yeah oh i thought of another one for i mean it's time. hard because a lot of like especially like marvel and dc like a lot of their big characters are all like white no. <laughs> yeah
1: i mean i would love to see one thing that i would really love to see is queer creators writing queer characters right. and, well, and, and a lot of them are just not for big
2: publishers yeah well the problem
1: that's right. so that's you know, if that's more of an advocating for inclusivity thing then yeah absolutely right. um, rather than just being like hey you dude who's written for <laughs> x comic publisher for 30 yeah. years
0: <laughs> yeah i definitely do it a lot more often and it's it's pretty good getting better you see it happen. What We're was Marching. the one
1: that you thought of, Jared?
2: Oh, uh, Henry and Glenn Forever versus V. Going back oh, to that. Oh, yeah. Definitely <laughs> that one. It's amazing. It's pretty great. That's
0: more of like a jokey book. Still. It's got Hall Notes as Satanists. Their, relationships,
2: <laughs> their relationship totally drives the plot. It's true. They have to fight the lost Satanists. That's
0: it's true. Good. All right. Um, yeah. So hopefully we kind of answered that question, Eli. Yeah. We're good at kind of answering questions. Well, yeah. We'll
2: talk about Captain America 1 in the reviews. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Don't worry. That's yeah, true. Uh, yeah.
0: So that's speaking of reviews. Let's just go right into them. We love comics, they're swell Except when they're written by Scott Lovedell. I prefer important books like Louis Riel It's time for reviews Alright, first up today we got Archangel Number 1 by William Gibson, Butch Geis, Tom Palmer, and Lula Lute, Oh my god, Tula Lote <laughs> right. I almost messed it up Oh, I did mess it up, but I got it Anyway, uh, is this a comic about Archangel Like from like, X-Men? I wish Is he like the about metal Angel wings. Becoming and stuff. Archangel. Speaking of which, did you guys watch X Men? No. No. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> even for you, Oscar <laughs> it was, Isaac. <laughs> it was so yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I heard I was heard like, that. this isn't terrible, but it's not good.
1: I feel like that is the norm for X Men movies. I like don't know. I, I like
0: the, the last one. Last one was along. good. It
2: was fun. But, but And the, the first class was fun. really good.
1: Uh, yeah. I liked first class, although I'm still mad about Darwin.
0: About what? Oh yeah,
1: Darwin. I will be wow. mad about him for the rest of my life. Probably. Who
0: even is Darwin? Oh, he he was he was an X Factor actually. Yeah, there you go. It's um, great. Bring it all back. into full circle. Uh, all right. What is this actually about, Jared?
2: Uh, so William Gibson is the sci-fi novelist most famous for. Never heard of
0: Neuromancer.
2: Him. Just kidding. And Johnny Mnemonic, uh, starring uh, Keanu Reeves. Oh man, that movie
0: is great. Yep. The
2: <laughs> story is great too. The movie is terrible. The
0: movie's great. It's got a dolphin that like speaks telepathically to yep. like Keanu Reeves, and it's got. Dolph Lundgren as like a cybernetic Jesus. Yep. It's like an assassin. Which is it's basically great. what the book was about. It's completely insane. I love it's it.
2: <laughs> but yeah, so he's kind of the guy who helped make cyberpunk stuff. Uh, and so this one, he's moved in a lot to more of the thriller, modern thriller spy stuff, as opposed to sci-fi stuff recently. This is a kind of a combination of the two uh, where there's an alternate timeline where America has half destroyed the world. And uh, Wait, an
0: alternate timeline?
2: <laughs> oh, no. Like, you mean not like a regular? No, like a like Just worse, our timeline? Worse. Yeah. Um, and they send people back in time to World War II era to kill the president and take over, and another group sends a group of special forces Marines back to try to kill that guy. So it's full of time-traveling crazy sci-fi action thriller hijinks uh, with a very complicated plot. It took some of the notes at the back for me to figure out what exactly was going on with the alternate universe. It
0: sounds great. I never got a chance to read it, but it's pretty cool. I'll try to read it. Yeah. It sounds good.
2: Uh, so if you like William Gibson, particularly his more recent stuff, uh, Butch Geist, Geis, how you say it, is actually doing some great art for this. And there's going to be some wacky
0: antics. Does it have Dolph Lundgren in it? Not yet. Okay. But I got my fingers crossed. <laughs> I'd be more likely to read it. Um, yeah. So that was Archangel number one. <laughs> Next up, we have Captain America Steve Rogers number one by Nick Spencer and Jesus Saiz. Not to be confused with Captain America Sam Wilson number one by Nick Spencer. Uh, so yeah, this was like a big. <laughs> You deal. probably
1: heard about this comic. Uh,
0: it exploded on the internet. Blew it's up the internet. Definitely overshadowed DC's rebirth, which was on the same day.
1: Which was unfortunate because which, it, was
0: uh, a, it was Rebirth was really yeah, good. Yeah, it was a
1: solid It um, wasn't solid unfortunate. We'll
2: talk it was about it. Marvel being like, we got this. Yeah,
0: this is when we released this. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, so in this one, I, I don't even know how to talk about this without like... I guess everybody knows everything All that right. happens in it.
2: There's the spoiler is what happens on the last page of this. So if you haven't read this yet, because it's sold out,
0: whatever, it's um, fine. People know. Yeah, here you go. Knows. So yeah, like so, the most of the story is about Steve Rogers fighting um, Baron Zemo. And, Getting like, back in it. Yeah, uh, and different factions, and
1: because he was an old dude up through the end of right. Off. He
0: just recently become young again. Uh, Sharon Carter still old. It's kind is. of an interesting relationship between them. That was them, my now.
1: favorite part. My favorite thing about this comic is the fact that she is clearly middle aged. I'm glad that they didn't age her too. Yeah. Well, they don't. They don't mention it at all. No, like it's never mentioned. Yeah. Like kind of I noticed it because I was like,
2: she Carter's still no, old. No, she says something about like, uh, too bad you couldn't make me young
0: again.
1: Well, I mean, the fact that they are clearly like. Together, like it doesn't sure. matter. Nobody, no, yeah, n- neither of them say anything about it. I mean, it. technically, me, Steve Rogers
0: like hundred years old. And I know,
1: I but know. it's still such a like <laughs> it's such an easy thing, and I'm glad that they yeah. didn't.
2: And right. she put up with
0: him it. when he looked a hundred years old. That's so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they
2: got a pretty good relationship.
0: Yeah, um, that was a good part. And I, yeah, most of this was just him fighting uh, with kind of these some of his older side k- kicks like Jack Flag and yeah, fire is that what I, mean? I think so. Um, and then you got some subplot about flashbacks. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, flashbacks to. Young Steve Rogers and and his his mom, mom. like, meeting this woman. Um, At the same time, in the present, the Red Skull is, like, recruiting um, all these people that are – it's weird. It's, like, a lot of timely stuff. So, like, he's recruiting people that are going through hardships um, and changing – kind of, like, manipulating them into –
1: He's going basically, after neo Nazis as well, would be, like white supremacists, or the actual people in this comic. He's basically
0: Donald Trump. In yeah, this comic. he's using
1: very Trump <laughs>
0: <laughs> thinly veiled talking about building walls language. Yeah, um, yep, and erecting borders. But yeah, so uh, yeah, and at the end, you find out that Steve Rogers, like me- uh, these flashbacks, lead up to like Steve Rogers' mom being indoctrinated in Hydra, and then way back Steve, when Captain America throws uh, Jack Flag out of a. Airplane and yep. says, "Hey, Lyra!" And yep. everybody's like, "Oh my god, what does this mean?" Yeah. So, and the then people impli- obviously like yeah. way overreacted, but
2: the the regular crazies who don't read comics, I just out. got to
0: it and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. That'll be a fun story for a while." Yeah. It's like that's it's an interesting like, twist. Whatever. What are they gonna do?
2: Yeah. But, people got uh, like really offended everyone else by is it, like
0: in ways that were really
2: weird. That this is like an assault on America or something ridiculous. Must be people I don't think who would read the actual comic and just saw, <laughs> just yeah. heard about what it. People happened. took it to way too far too. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So I read the comic before seeing the explosion about anything. Uh Um, Kevin and I read it, and we both sort of talked about it, and I was unimpressed. Like, I didn't think it was a very good comic. I thought it was
2: fine. <laughs> it's a, it's it, very set yeah, It's fine, I, but yeah.
1: I, I honestly was madder about the, like, transparent cash grab than I was for the reveal at the end. It didn't feel like it earned the twist to me.
0: I Well, the thing is, I think the, after this, is going to be pretty entertaining, because yeah, there's it's so going to be, like, this on. crazy thing about, like, Captain America being, like, Evil, and it I, I think it'll be fun, like the, that. Like that twist made it like made me want to read more. Like, I, I was like, you like, I was like, uh, this is like pretty good. It's kind of standard Captain America stuff. He's like fighting Baron Zemo. Um, Baron I like the relationship stuff evil. with him and Sharon Carter, that yep. was cool. And like, yeah. I like the sidekicks, and I thought they were interesting and, and fun, but like, yeah, it wasn't like mind blowing. But then, like, the twist came, and I was like, all right, this is gonna be fun, you know, like it'll be like. I don't know. It'll be like Superior Spider Man, which I enjoyed a lot.
1: Yeah, um, no, I was not into it. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. We'll see. But, uh, you should just finally at least read the second one. I think I, I think that's where it'll start being kind Obviously, of like, I will read the second issue. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, have obviously. To. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. Uh but yeah. So yeah. Eventually Captain America will be, you know, his normal self. Yep. Hooray. It's obviously not like Marvel's like, oh, we want our like <laughs> Captain America to be evil forever. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um Okay. Yeah. So, that was Captain America number one. Uh, next up, we have Civil War two number one, by by Michael Bendis, David Marquez, and Jace, Justin Ponsor.
1: So, uh, because Marvel, this is, um, or just because comics, this is actually, I guess, like the third issue of this, because there was a zero-issue free comic book day, right. and then there was a zero-issue. There was
0: the prologue yeah. free comic book day thing.
1: And then there's this. And you can start here. You're fine. Um, so... This second, you know, new incarnation of Civil War is coming down to, rather than Tony Stark versus Steve Rogers, it's Tony Stark versus Carol Danvers. Um, At the core of it is that there is a new inhuman, Ulysses, who has the ability to see probable futures.
0: Right. So
1: there's this great scene in the beginning of the comic where all, everybody, all of the heroes come together to fight this, like, celestial, basically, um, who shows up
0: a bunch of some kind of like yeah. army of celestial beings
1: and everybody works together and it's great and the, you know the action sequence is great and then you know they're having a party afterwards which features an incredible background scene of what is it Thor and She-Hulk arm wrestling yep <laughs> uh, which is like my favorite thing about this but um but yeah and then people start to stop and be like, how did we even know this was going to happen? Right. We were there when they appeared, and that's when Ulysses' existence right. is revealed. And so it's, it's a little bit minority report in terms of yeah, like... Yeah, it's definitely minority. Yeah, yeah, if you have... It's like future crime. If you have the ability to predict. So... That's the first half of the comic and the second half of the comic is takes place later after a major battle is fought and there are major major casualties yeah. and that's kind of Yep. At rare. least one
0: major casualty. The other one's unclear.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, one that's hinted at but we'll see. Yeah, so cliffhanger ending.
1: Yeah. It's a good comic. Yep. Um it is yeah, I enjoyed it. it's, it's not really not good. Like,
0: um It's not like mind-blowingly good. Like there's not like anything where I was like, "Yeah," but like it's it's solid And the the Dialogue is fu- is is interesting, in and I I th- I think it makes sense, like why they're opposed to each other,
1: right? And the thing that I like best about it, honestly, is that it how gray area it is in yeah. terms of like right. it's not as black and white as it's as like you know Steve Rogers is good and Tony Stark is bad, right. like it's everybody. You can kind of go either way. Yeah, you can, um, yeah, exactly. It's crazy that they they do what they do in terms of casualties this early in this <laughs> yep. event. We'll um, see, but yeah. Bendis' writing is great. Marquez's art is phenomenal. Um, yeah, so... Yeah,
0: I'm interested to see where it goes. Um,
1: it's, you know, it's, it's a, off to a good event, start, but it's off to a good start. It's worth picking up.
0: All yeah. right. Uh, Civil War Two number one. Uh, next up, we have DC Universe Rebirth, number one, by a billion people. We'll put it on our website. Jeff Johns' writing and all of his, like, Who's who of artists. Collaborators. Gary Frank is so good. He's on this list twice. Yep. Draws (laughs) multiple parts. Um, But yeah. Tell us about this, Jared.
2: Uh, So basically, this is the big thing that DC's been building up to to try to basically figure out a way to fix the New 52 from being this weird separate universe that ignored a lot of
0: old history. Well, this entire issue is basically an apology for the New 52. So
2: (laughs) their solution is to take... Pre New Fifty Two continuity DC Universe and merge it into New Fifty Two and somehow come up with something newish that uh, acknowledges all the old stuff and still has everything going on, but in a very clever way yep. that
0: like uh, makes sense for like DC Universe stuff. Because
2: right before New Fifty Two was the Flashpoint story where right. the Flash uh, basically found like. His timeline was all messed up, and he tried to fix things by going into the past and kind of made things better and kind of ruined a few things. Well, he
0: went to, like, save
2: his mom or whatever. Yep, that was his thing. He's like, if I can go back in time and save my mom and kind of messed up stuff. because time travel. Uh, so in this, uh, Wally West, the Flash, is still running through time trying to fix stuff, uh, and is kind of trapped and is trying
0: to communicate with the new 52 uh, heroes. Yeah, he's trying to tell them, like, hey, you remember, like, our comics used to be good? like, yep. <laughs> Like... <laughs> We were popular and we were right. cool characters. Remember when we knew each other People and like DC we Universe had like a history. A very long history
2: with good characters.
0: And then, yeah. I guess um, what's the twist? The twist is basically that like some evil entity made them younger and made them forget like all their loved ones. No, that's the twist. Which is, is basically did uh, Dan Didio. No. I'm just <laughs> um, He's not that young. <laughs> Definitely evil. But yeah, it's.
2: Uh, yeah, so this is basically a really fun flash story. Very heroic moments with some good like comrades and arms, and some very good like. Especially if you're a Flash fan, this is like one of the greatest things ever. It's amazing I, the, the I amount was, of that it's like just a good adventure and like with I know
1: real
0: stakes and stuff.
1: Very little about comics Flash, and I got choked up reading this. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, like, like has emotion. It works it has, on that level. It does an
0: amazing job of like kind of. Like rerouting heroes heroes. rerouting the whole universe yeah. and uh d- telling a good story at the same time With like there's everybody's in this like yeah. there's a hint at like legions of superheroes like jsa adam yeah. like shows time
2: up and yeah. the universe trying to find everybody yeah, it's like
0: hey guess what ryan Choi is back because the atom and you know uh what's his name uh blue beetle is back yeah you know, like the original blue beetle and it's just like ted cord so, is yeah. back so it's totally
2: awesome and then they have a little weird twist at the very end and they have an epilogue which is super weird and honestly i see why they're doing it they're trying to bring in another universe to tie it all together and i was it, totally unnecessary just i don't know <laughs> uh yeah but i think, I think at it's this point like, it's interesting screw, but i'm like whatever. screw it why not yeah,
0: yeah. Right? <laughs> there's, there's nothing You'll else you know, wh- who cares whatever um, um
1: I thought, I loved the, how hopeful it felt, like, yep. and that's not an adjective that I could ever no, imagine applying to a DC my, thing. But that's the like way DC this. used to be. It was like no, all it's like great heroes
2: and kind of. I think icons my favorite
0: part of this a Cleaner Earth is like better hope. The worst character from like New Fifty Two, which is like Pandora, straight up kill, straight up one page obliterating. <laughs> oh, really? I yes. totally ignore that. Yeah, oh, she's like, you're right. she's like, oh my god, I, f- I finally found out why like the DC oh, universe wait. is so messed up, and then she just explodes. <laughs> That's I'm true. like, all
2: right, good job. That defense. sounds
1: like an exaggeration, but it's really not. It's, it's true.
0: She's like the de- she represents the death of the New Fifty Two. <laughs> yep. Oh like, man, so terrible in one person. Uh, it's great. Yeah, it was really good. The art's great all around. Uh it's like um,
2: eighty pages long with all these amazing artists yeah, on it. Yeah, it's cheap, um, two ninety nine for eighty so pages. So It's already gone out of print, so try and grab it if you can. It's only three bucks. Uh they're gonna reprint it, but it'll be six bucks. But even at six dollars, oh, it's still a great story. And so it's totally reprinted it at six bucks. Yep. That's kind of crazy. It's eighty pages. It's yeah. still an amazing deal. Yeah, I'm
0: sure they've lost a lot of money with yep. with this, but but it's so good. It's great. So yeah. everybody check
2: and, it out. And uh there's a whole bunch of DC Universe new stuff relaunching after that, which we're gonna talk about some on this in the next week few uh-huh. we're gonna keep covering weeks. them as they roll out over weeks. the next four months so. yeah
0: that was dc universe Birth number one next up we have future quest number one by jeff parker and evan doc shaner steve rude and jordy belair uh yeah this is like so uh is doing a bunch of these Hanna Barbera reboots um all of them except this one are terrible so far um <laughs> i don't know <laughs> scooby-doo apocalypse i could not get past page three Yep. um I read all of Wacky Raceland. how? and it is I think I was offended by it. <laughs> oh no, really? <laughs> on multiple levels. Oh, wow. Oh, and I don't really get offended too often. No. Yeah. He- There's a lot of like dick dastardly like slapping girls on the butt. Oh, what? cool. I'm Glad I didn't get that far <laughs> in. I was like, Geez. <laughs> She's like, I don't know, just like, why are you such a jerk? He's like, Cool. Well, well, let's tuts. talk about this yeah. comic that we actually uh, like. <laughs> but Future Chris, <laughs> great, is awesome the best thing about future Quest is it doesn't crap on like all of the <laughs> Hanna-Barbera characters and like, they're all in their original form. Um, but with a little bit of more modern dialogue and, and such, but, uh, yeah, so this is kind of like a big crossover with all of the kind of adventure you know, characters from Hanna-Barbera. You got Johnny, Qu- the main characters in this one are pretty much Johnny Quest and, uh, his whole team. Um, and, uh, they slowly see that other realities are seeping into theirs, um, and you get a little bit of uh, Birdman, Harvey Birdman, not Harvey Birdman, but I mean, I guess it's Harvey Birdman, but yes. it's Birdman. Right. Uh, you get not the, attorney at law. Yeah. You get Space <laughs> Ghost. You got. I don't know if you know who some of these guys are. I did not recognize so many um, of these characters. Yeah. There's the. Uh, oh my god. Why can't I remember anybody's name? What's the name of the the dude with the robot? I can't remember that. Don't know. Robot. There's. The guy with the dragon. <laughs> it's like it's yeah. all just describing things. <laughs> um, the Herculoids, right? There are the know. ones with the uh, oh yeah yeah the giant like rock gorilla and stuff. Um, who's the Who's the guy with the horns? I remember him, but I don't remember his name. He used to say some kind of magic word. And, I don't know Kimura. I do not remember. Yeah, was that it? No. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Anyway, anyway, so this story is great. It's just like Johnny Quest and them like it's very like pure adventure, very handed by Barbara. Evan Doc Jenner's art is incredible. Yeah. Some of the, he's one of my favorite artists currently yeah. working in comics.
2: And strangely they have like a weird six page intro, four page intro of like kind of sci fi superhero action y thing that's very grim and dark, and you're just like, Why? Just how does this, skip it. How it does it tie into it? It doesn't matter. Just show us cool. It does. Action, so I, mean, yeah, uh, it'll tie in. I know, like, but it's so unnecessary for what they're going for. Like you should just skip it and then, it's not that dark. Basically, there's like a, a whole bunch of people get blown up. Everybody yeah, but but not, everybody gets blown up. Gets killed. <laughs> that is not, not like, what I want to read in my future quest. No. Nah, yeah, you do. Especially because no, it's I like really, I want to see bright action packed adventure. I giant, don't want to see that stupid like, stuff.
0: Giant like Lovecraftian monster that's coming no. to destroy everything. Again,
2: doesn't matter. They can have vortexes and he can show up an issue too. Like it's just I
0: don't want that. So, I mean, that sets up the entire story. No, <laughs> the entire story is about that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But all you, could, you could just be like vortexes are opening. I'd be like, cool. Let's yeah, have some fun. adventure. Let's go.
0: So. And then the last page is great. Yeah. Uh, yes. that's true. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. This was super awesome. Uh, every single part of this was great. Every page was amazing, and I loved it. Um, definitely one of the best things I read in a while. Uh, that was Future Quest number one. Next up, we have Green Arrow Rebirth number one and Green Arrow number one, which are kind of like. Both part of one issue. Yeah, they are yeah.
1: basically one and two. The
2: way that DC's doing a lot of this is they're doing a rebirth one shot before they start with the regular numbering of all their series, but it's basically like the intro to the series. Right. So they just go right into each
1: other well, for so most a, of them. A lot of these a lot of these heroes are getting two comics, and so a lot of the rebirth one shots are setting up two different right. ongoing yeah, like comics. A split. Two Green Arrow is yeah. only has one, so it's basically just one and two. Yeah. Oh, another um, character
2: in this is getting her own series, right? But that's that's how it's splitting.
1: Um, is at that the moment, getting her own series. Yep. At the moment, it's just one and two. Mm. So yeah. This was great. I think this so. was the rebirth issue that I liked the most. It was the one that I expected the least from, so I was completely blown away. Um, yeah, this is my favorite.
0: Uh, quickly, my favorite, becoming my favorite DC comic at the moment.
1: Yeah, so it's written by Benjamin Percy with art by Otto Schmidt, both issues, and um, he
0: colored it, which is also yeah. really good. No really idea great. who either of these people are, yeah, but no. they're amazing. They're great. Out of uh, nowhere,
2: yeah. Otto Schmidt looks like some like. Trad Moore style. Uh, it's more
0: of a combination of like Phil Noto yeah, and like very watercolor. Like a cartoonier Phil Noto. Yeah. Um, but it's phenomenal. It's Anyways,
1: so, so um one of the I think big disservices that the new fifty two did is they sort of got rid of uh Oliver Queen as a character. He just sort of became another Batman He's that paying, people well, he was
0: more like teenage, like angsty teenage like Batman.
1: Yeah, I mean like symbolically he shaved off the ghost. He's team. kind of a turd. So, yeah, um, so this brings it back, and um, he's back to being sort of the charming rogue Robin Hood kind of character. Yeah, it's and
0: a little, it's a little funny, like because he, like he's got well, he's got the beard back, and then he's instantly talking about like his like political views, yeah. which Great. is like something he, he always used to do. But I was like,
1: he completely unironically refers to himself as a social, social justice warrior, yeah. and I love it. It's it's, ju- it's kind of jarring
0: because it was like it's like it's like they're like you remember when he used to talk like
1: this? Yeah, here it is. So, <laughs> but. So the big thing about the first issue, the rebirth issue, is um so he meets Dinah, Black Canary, right. and they don't know each other, they have no shared history at this point. And his you know, he's the you know, he's the Robin Hood guy. He's right. the rich guy who's trying to help the poor people and she's a person on the street and she basically says, you know, I have been homeless in my life, like I've been on this level and right what you're doing isn't helpful the way you think it's being helpful and it's a really interesting conversation yeah. <laughs> particularly to it have in the comic in the, like this. It
0: continues in the first issue like Yeah, it's yeah. like actual good superhero They go back and forth discussion. between it and it's like fascinating discussion and at the same time awesome action crazy twists
1: so this the the main thing is that um homeless people are being kidnapped and sold right um and so they're investigating that and that's the the main thing that's happening in the first in the rebirth number one and in the first issue they continue on that and trace it back to right to Queen's queen's company and so he's trying to figure out what exactly is happening and there's a crazy twist directly relating to him so yeah.
0: Yeah, there's a couple twists like back to back and they're both well very well executed really and well done. The art's incredible. Yeah. This is I think this is my favorite rebirth book so far. I, it's far definitely and away it's Yeah, best. so good. Yeah, I mean it definitely is. Yeah, I don't know amazing. why I think it is. It's 100% <laughs> is. Um So yeah, yeah. um we're not Green Green lying Arrow. to you, Green Arrow. Green probably Green Arrow. hasn't been on your radar but it's put great. it there. It's uh, great. it's finally good again. I mean, I did like some of the new 52. I liked when Jeff Lemire was doing it for yeah. a little while. His stuff was fine, but it was definitely very different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was Green Arrow number one. Next up, we have Nighthawk number one by David F. Walker, Ramon Villalobos, and Tamara Bonvillain. Bonvillain, Bonvillain. Um. So yeah, this is Nighthawk. He's from the Squadron Supreme. Um. And he's he's the one in the current team, and they're all from different dimensions. Um. And uh, this issue starts off with him fighting some uh, white supremacists. Um. And like brutally, like basically, I guess he killed. Does he kill them? He just definitely beats them like almost to death. Um, he has someone
1: who's trying to keep him from killing people, right? He's got like I this kind of like
0: partner that's like his. His kind of Alfred. He he's basically like the.
2: He's like Batman uh, who had no limits. Well, the he squadron
0: is, Squadron yeah. Supreme is like a originally created to be like a Justice a, League, an knockoff. evil Justice League yeah. for the Avengers to fight, and so he's kind of like the. Messed up, Batman. That's a little more brutal than Batman. Um, he's kind of like the Batman in the movie, Um, Batman vs Superman. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he's you know he's got it's kind of great. He's got like an owl motorcycle. He's still like kind of like, you know, like cheesy, but like brutal. I don't. It's a good good combo.
1: It's so this the style of it is so great. Yeah, I
0: like uh Vil Lobos a lot. He 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 draws a lot like I reminds me a little bit of Frank Quitely. He did that like he did the new X Men thing for. Secret Wars, uh, Secret, Secret which yeah. is really good. Um, and the
1: coloring is fantastic. Yeah, the
0: coloring is great. And I, I don't know, the story is pretty interesting. There's a lot of things going on in it. And there's a lot of stuff about. Um, he's like, he's a millionaire. So he's trying to like rebuild like project housings and stuff like that. And uh, he ends up running into like some opposition that's completely insane. Yeah. Um,
1: and part of it is, I mean, part of it is the super, like, is the like, the vigilante stuff and part of it is that he is a wealthy black man who's trying to like prevent right. gentrification from happening exactly yeah. <laughs> he's like a superhero fighting gentrification
0: yeah um yeah it's great uh it's very interesting it's very like kind of of the moment yes. uh very political and but also at the same time being kind of like a Punisher, uh, Batman hybrid. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I find it really interesting that David F. Walker. He's writing this. He's writing um, Power Man and Iron Fist. He's writing Shaft, and it's like I don't know, really interesting facets. Well, that's uh, what we were like, talking about earlier. Like yeah. they're
0: they're definitely doing it. They're definitely getting like you know. You know, African American like writers to do work on their African yeah. American characters. And, Crazy, you know, yeah. <laughs> they're doing, they're doing, yeah. they're trying. You know, like but David, like David Walker is writing like a bunch of them.
1: Right. So. No, but the thing that I love about those three things and him on those three things is that it's every single one of them is coming at it from a different angle. Oh, they're and he's completely doing, different books. And, yeah, yeah, and he's just killing it. He's doing so well. So, yeah, I love
0: this. Yeah, I really liked it. Uh, I didn't think you would like it because it's like super brutal.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's also very like kind of stylistic. Yeah, it's very,
0: yeah. yeah. It's also like a lot of social stuff in it, but yeah. Um, That's my style. There's That's definitely my jam. like bones busting out of people's legs and stuff.
1: That's true. But there are <laughs> not robot owls. There That's are they robot owls, which, which makes up for it. That does balance <laughs> it out.
0: Yeah, so that was Nighthawk number one. That was highly recommended. I just said that in a Boston accent. It was like Nighthawk. <laughs> <laughs> Nighthawk. Uh, next up, we have Superman Rebirth. I'm gonna do a Brooklyn accent. Please, uh, all right. <laughs> Superman: Birth Number One and Superman Number One, uh, both are written by Peter J. Peter J. Tomasi and Patrick. Not, they're not both drawn by Patrick. No, Leeson. Patrick no, but a Co-writer. Oh, is he a co-writer? He's yep, a co-writer. So says co That's Pretty crazy. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and the first one is drawn by Doug Mankey and McGrady. Jamie Mendoza. Mendoza and Will Kenyatta. Uh, Quintana. Sorry, and then Mick Gray, second one the is Mick one. Gray and John Kelly I can't do it. That name. I can't do names anymore. Um. <laughs> but yeah. So tell us about this, Jared. Do so you like this it? is there's a huge mess with Superman. How do you feel about in Superman in 52. general? Do you like? Are you generally a fan of Superman? Uh,
2: not. Not. I just feel like Superman's like an interesting character as a concept, but he's very, very rarely written well. Yeah. Um. So there's like a few stand, people just don't know what stand out him. stories. Yeah. yeah. I mean. When you make someone who's supposed to stand for so much and be so good and yet is almost invulnerable, it's hard to have a lot of balance to it. Um, So this one is interesting that it takes a lot of the New 52 storylines with Superman, where, spoiler, Superman died. Um, And they have a different Superman from a different timeline. He's Um, the original Superman. Yes, who is the one you know from being a kid, is back. And uh, it's kind of interesting that he just comes back and is dealing with all the supporting cast who... As far as they know, Superman, their friend and whatever, has died. And he shows up and says, I'm Superman. I've been around a long time. And I died once, too. And I came back to life. And he is very, very confident that the new 52 Superman will also come back, which I thought was a very interesting way to handle it. Because I don't really think there's a guarantee that that's true. Right. Uh, but, yeah. So I thought that was, there was a lot of very good character interaction on the
0: like Here's the thing, personal w- level. I I did not like the superman rebirth what number one i did really like superman number one i think the problem with the rebirth one is it's like all of it's like here's like explaining this convoluted history that's true Um, i'm not excited about that like half the issue is about like the death of superman storyline um
2: i skipped that i was more interested like (laughs) well i mean it's not not what i was excited about that like the original superman goes into the dead superman's fortress of solitude and sees
0: like How does this Superman prepare for his death? Who did
2: he leave messages for? Like a lot of these rebirth one
0: shots are just like, here's a lot of stuff you need to know that we don't want to put in the first issue. Yeah. Um, And I don't even know, like, I don't even know how I feel about it just because like, I guess he's the original Superman, maybe. But then the other one was there. Well, so he's and, like there's two Lois Lanes, and I don't know yeah. what's going. He's got a kid. Yeah. So when he gonna came
1: over from the other universe, he brought his wife, who was Lois Lane, and their yeah. their son. Who and so there was a series called Superman and Lois Lane, right? And it was about that family and keeping the secret of who he is from his kid, and also staying underground because they knew that there was a Superman in this universe, and they didn't want right. to, you know. So now that he's dead, he's sort of become the Superman. Um, and so Superman number one is about that. And it's largely from the perspective of his son, right. Jonathan, um, which is really interesting and it's really great. And there's some really like great little moments about it because part of it is him, like, his power is manifesting and he's dealing with that. And part of it is him watching his father, like, take, you know, fill this role, kind of thing um it was really good i love this issue this number one um yeah
0: yeah it was really good i i liked uh i mean i, I liked peter j tomasi and patrick gleason uh their batman and robin run was yes. great i really liked it i love patrick gleason's art yes. um he does some great splash pages the superman opening his chest to reveal the logo was very yes. awesome yeah classic um I think the thing I like about the the actual number one is it's actually very sparse. There's not like... Yeah. I think the first, the the rebirth one shot just had so it much was explaining. Huge amounts yeah. of text. And yeah. this is more of like just like lets yeah. the story flow and you get a feel like of the relationship with his son and, you know... Uh, I don't know. I like that his son is kind of like scary sort of. Maybe he's scared and and scary. I
1: love that page towards the end where he sees the Justice League on on his front lawn. And they're like terrifying. And they turn to him and like, I mean, imagine being a kid and looking at your window and seeing like Batman
0: outside. "Ah!" Crazy scary. And
1: it's it's executed so well. Yeah.
0: I like that. He's not just like a normal like kid that he's got like some it's definitely some problems and like. Yeah, he's not a, he's a sad. Not, like, thing happens in this. Yeah, something terrible <laughs> happens. And, like yeah. it reminded me a little bit of uh, uh, the Squadron Supreme book that Straczynski was doing. Oh, you yeah. that? Yeah. Where like they had the kid that was like Superman, but like he was like so powerful and I like, kept accidentally doing terrible things. Yep. Um, but yeah, uh, it was really good, and I'm excited to see where it goes. Yes. Um, yeah, that was Superman number one. And that was it for our podcast. For Woo! Jesus Christ, so what was much your to favorite? catch up on, for, like two hours long. What was your so favorite? many books? What Tell was my me. favorite? Yeah. Uh whew, man. I'm gonna have to go with Future Quest. Yeah. Future Quest yeah. is great. Um Green Arrow being a close second.
2: Yep. I'm gonna go Green Arrow.
1: Green Arrow was definitely. Green Arrow is great. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I would say I the report issue for that. specifically. Yeah, that
0: first one. I, I think, think Future did. Quest got me more in the nostalgia feels. Oh sure. Um but great. also it was great. It like, was really well. Besides being yeah, like yeah. nostalgia driven, it was it was really good. Yeah, that was uh that's it for this episode. Um yeah. if you have any questions, send them to us at questions where I don't even know. Podcast. Oh, yeah. It's been too comics. long since we've done this. Um, or on any of our media. Yeah. Send them to us, you know, in the store. Send yep. us a letter. Whatever you got. Send us a letter. That'd be great. That be yeah, great. I would love that. Uh, nobody does that anymore. That's I, true. Have never, I haven't gotten a letter from anybody in like at least a decade.
1: I have an That's active network point. of pen pals. So you just got to <laughs> join us. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten like, <laughs> you know, like invitations and stuff like that, but nothing like
0: personal. Um
1: I'll send you a postcard that I just bought at the um the National Women's Party headquarters. Nice <laughs> this there <you> go. week. <laughs> nice.
0: Uh yeah. So that's it for episode. We'll be back next week with one hundred seventy five. One seventy five. All right. See ya.
1: Bye.